0: Hey everyone, it's Christine. I write Style Update Blog, and I am super excited to have you back for episode 2 of the podcast. Welcome, thanks for tuning in. On the first episode of Style Update Podcast, I introduced myself, and I told you a little bit about Style Update Blog, which is a style, beauty, and home blog, and I also talked uh, a little bit about my my background, just where I'm from, um, where I'm living now, why I started the blog, and I also started talking about my experience with anxiety. And if you haven't listened to episode one, I would encourage you to go back to the beginning and start there. Um, but for those of you who did listen to it, thank you so much, and I'm excited to have you back here for episode two. So one of the reasons why I wanted to start right off the bat talking about anxiety is because I know what it feels like to look at someone else's life and think of how beautiful it is and not really have the whole story. And so some of you may be getting that from my blog where you're just seeing, you know, kind of the beautiful outfits or the... I don't know things that I am doing in my home or places I'm going or beauty tips and tricks and I really wanted the opportunity to kind of level with you guys and just like let you see who I am and get to know me as a person and not just as like a, a blogger but really as somebody who you can hopefully relate to so oh and my dog just came in talk about real life (laughs) my my fiance and my dog just came in um (laughs) but I really hope that this can be a platform where you get to see more of who I am and who I am as a person what I experience in my life you know it's not all just like what is on Instagram that is the highlight reel people (laughs) so I hope that we can get to know each other a little bit better through this medium I talked a little bit about um, my fiancé, David, in the first episode, and I talked also a little bit about synchronicity and asking the universe for something and the universe delivering, and I thought it would be fun to come back to that topic. So if any of you are out there and you're in a relationship, maybe a new relationship, or maybe you're seeking a relationship, or maybe you're in a relationship you're not so crazy about, Man, I can tell you, I have been there, and man, if I could go back and tell myself, like, dating advice, I would say, just stop dating guys who don't really like you that much. (laughs) Oh, it's like that movie, He's Just Not That Into You, right? But I would tell myself that. I would also tell myself to put me first, like... Think about what I want to do and what I think is fun and what I want to do with my friends. And if the guy doesn't fit into that, then, like, sorry, see you later. Like, sorry, Charlie, don't have time for you. I mean, would I go back and change anything? Not necessarily in the sense that I think I had to make those mistakes and date those people and learn those lessons. But I don't know. yeah, I mean, I don't really believe in saying, "Oh, I wish I could change something." Um, but <laughs> I do have some sort of words of wisdom that I would just say, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. Like I, I hope that you can put yourself first in your needs and in your desires and your dreams and your well-being before any partner. Something that I did that changed everything for me was I read this book, um, called Why Men Love Bitches, actually, and I think it's by Sherry Argov, and, um, that book helped me, but the book that helped me kind of, so that I would say that book helped me in, like, developing confidence and kind of, like, an attitude, But the second book that I read that really helped me, that totally flipped my world upside down was A Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I won't get too much into what that book is about, but it's essentially like taking small steps to make big changes in your life. And one of the things the author talks about is this exercise that he did, where he just sat down one day and he wrote down everything that he wanted in his future wife from, you know, personality um, attributes she had to, you know, I think he said the color of her hair. And I just really liked that idea, you know, not from, not coming from a place of like wanting to be controlling, but from a place of like being open to the fact that the universe could have made this person already who is so compatible with me, and who wants to be with someone just like me, and so it came from this place of like excitement, and kind of inspiration, rather than of manipulation, and wanting to be controlling, and make someone a certain way, and I think the manipulation and control part was really what I was doing initially in my dating life, like I was trying to get a person to fit a certain mold, or I was trying to fit their mold, and it just, it was never right, it was never effortless and easy and how it, you know, how it could be, which I later discovered when I met my fiance. Sorry, (laughs) I'm sitting in a room, it's really cold, so I keep sniffling. So anyway, he did that exercise. He talks about it in his book. So then I did it after I read that part of the book. So I wrote down every single thing that I wanted in a partner from, you know, I wanted someone funny and someone caring and thoughtful and generous and, Just everything that I could think of down to, like, I want someone tall, dark, and handsome. So I wrote all these things down, and I spent a pretty good time, a good amount of time thinking about this and not letting other people or outside influences um, change what I was writing. I really just wrote from the heart, and I think that was in 2012... I want to say that I did that exercise and in March of 2013 is when I met David and I told him this later, like it might have been years into our dating relationship that I had done this exercise and that he was the guy, that he fit these qualities that I was looking for. And he didn't have these qualities because I made him have them. Like, he already existed with them. And that was what was so powerful and beautiful was that I felt like once I started listening to my intuition and once I started listening to what the universe could provide me and just putting it out there and being open to receiving it, that's when I was given it. I mean, it's, it's just really cool. So I wanted to share that little story. And, you know, here we are almost five years later, we're getting married one month before our five year anniversary. And I'm so thankful for him and for this journey that we've been on. And Maybe in the next episode, I'll talk about how the universe delivered me our rescue dog, Max. That is a really great story. But I wanted to share this story for anyone who maybe is feeling down. And it doesn't have to be about love or about a relationship. It can be about any area of your life. If you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling like you have been kind of trying to manipulate or control outcomes, I... I want you to know that what you're wanting is out there waiting for you. Once you get out of your way, it is going to appear. And I have read uh, Gabrielle Bernstein. uh, She wrote this book called The Universe Has Your Back. It's an absolutely amazing book. I have it on Audible and I listen to it all the time, especially like when I'm starting to feel out of sync with myself. And she has this prayer that she uh, wrote in the book that's universe, show me what to do, where to go and what to say. And if you listen to my first podcast episode, you know that that's what I did when I was trying to figure out what I was going to talk about on the podcast and I got the sign and all that good stuff. So, if you haven't listened to that yet, please go back to episode 1 and get that story, but I hope you find this helpful. I hope that you can have faith that the universe has your back and uh, if you have anything to share please write it in the comments below thank you so much for listening I hope